0: Okay, uh fucking Hello <laughs> Good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the The Ring podcast. Uh with myself, Queen, and my friend Jen. Hi. Hey. Today we are going to talk about a game that destroyed my brain.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> This uh, is this is this is the start of like the spiral into madness for this podcast.
0: Yeah, this 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 is why this podcast is happening. This game, um, so Ring came out in nineteen ninety eight. Ring two came out in nineteen ninety nine, and in two thousand, the Ring Terror's Realm, uh, also just known as Ring in Japan, but it was released in North America as Re- the the Ring Terror's Realm. Um is a Dreamcast survival horror game in Um I should put my phone on silent. <laughs> um I don't know if the microphone picked that up, but uh I've silenced my phone now. Um it's a Dreamcast survival horror game very much in kind of the vein of Resident Evil. It's not very good, uh, but it is completely fucking insane.
1: Yes, I you had you played this a long time before I did. I played through it quite recently in preparation for this episode. I told and, um, you you
0: didn't have to.
1: I, I'm glad I did, because you, you are completely right about how wild this game is. <laughs> it is an experience. Uh,
0: if, you, if anyone listening to this is familiar with the YouTube channel Classics of Game, this is Classics of Game 106, by the way. Um, if I would want to look that up although it gives it gives a mi- fairly misleading impression of the game because it's just like the intro full motion video cinematic um when most of the game is not fmv's there's only like four or five fmv's to the whole game um but yeah I I think I think I I would like I would like people to keep two things in mind about this game um which is, you know, any, anything you know about the Ring series, um, or the the Ring series, I should do my bit, I guess, um, you know, keep, keep in mind what you already know about it, or if you weren't too familiar before from what you know about the, the two movies we already talked about, um, and also that... This was released in North America. I don't think it got a PAL release or any other release outside of Japan or North America. But as far as I'm aware, this is the first ring media to be released um, in the West in a broad release. Uh, Like, the original Japanese films were not released widely in English until... After the Hollywood remake was made, so this is this is the first exposure of the ring it it in like a wide release in in the Western world, I guess, in North America specifically.
1: There's definitely at least one person whose first exposure to the series was this game. I
0: pro- probably most of the people who played this game in in America, at least like between 2000 and 2002 yeah uh, which is probably all not, not that much considering it's a Dreamcast game and it's a shit Dreamcast game <laughs> 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 um yeah uh, I'll I'll just to get get the impression of what this is like um I will I will just read the introduction to the story from the manual um when Robert... A scientist at a private virus research facility suddenly and mysteriously died, newly hired researcher Meg Rainman begins to investigate her boyfriend's death. Aided by an ex-boyfriend, Jack Nixon, Meg discovers that three other staff members died under mysterious circumstances on the same day as Robert. All four of the lab workers died while playing The Ring, a new computer game. Meg. Determined to get to the bottom of this mystery, installs and begins to play The Ring. She is thrown into the mystery and horror and must travel back and forth between the worlds of Reality, capital R, and the Imaginary, capital I, to find a cure and stop the dreadful mysterious virus from spreading. You must help Meg solve this mystery. So that's a bit different... Are you still there, Jen?
1: Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm still yeah. I just, I, I didn't know what to say.
0: Okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, that's 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 a bit different to um, to to the stories that we we know from from Ring already, <laughs> from the first two movies. Yeah,
1: yeah, you, you can you can maybe notice that like there's uh nothing related to <laughs> what, like, of Ring so far in any of that description.
0: Um, yeah, um, and that this, uh, these are, like, English names, um, as well, so this game takes place in America, um, and it's one of those games where even in the original Japanese version, all of the voice acting is in English.
1: Yes, there's, there's not a whole lot of voice acting, most of the game is only text, there's only voice acting during the FMV scenes, which, as we said before, there's only, like, three or four of. But uh, the voice acting that is there is bad.
0: Yes, um, it is. Also, some of that information from I just read is not actually what happens in the game. Meg doesn't install the game. She just finds it on Robert's computer. <laughs> um, also, the the game never um, mentions that... The game also never mentions that Jack is Meg's uh, ex-boyfriend. They're just said to be friends in the game. Uh, and Jack's surname is never given in the game, and the manual also says that he's a journalist, which is also never mentioned in the game at all. There's there's a lot of it's it's
1: it's it's, 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 it's building. Yeah, this is the, this is the extra detail for all of the Ring Terror's realm heads out there.
0: Yeah. Um. Also, the whenever in the manual when it when it names the game the Ring, I think it's important. It's important to me to note. That it is written in inverted commas with a small a, a a lowercase t in the and a capital r in ring, which is why I'm styling the podcast name the same way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is also not how the game is referenced to at all in the actual game. Yes, like the the ring game within the game is stylized as ring all capitals in square brackets except for a few times where they seem to forget it's it's a default army relevant because when i was doing my playthrough of it i insisted on reading that as shouting the name ring every single (laughs) time yes which which so why i will not be doing during this podcast because that is audio (laughs) poison.
0: okay yes thank you um also i want to note that um again the manual here says it's a private virus research facility um this is this is this is just me being obsessed with details uh the name of this private virus research facility is cdc so most if you fight like most people talking about this game they will normally identify meg as working for the cdc as in the centers for disease control which is probably what was intended, but as I just said, the manual says it's a private research facility, um, and there's textures in the game that list the name as CDC Company Limited, and also CDC Pharmaceuticals, CDC Pharmaceuticals Company Limited Research Laboratories. Um, I I imagine I imagine what's happened here is that it's meant to be the CDC, and but it's a Japanese made game and people involved in like the texture artists and whoever was writing the manual probably didn't get what the CDC was and assumed it was meant to be some private company. Um, but there, there is a very confused thing throughout the game. It's referred to as both CDC and the CDC. Um, and uh, there is, there is, no point where they ever say what CDC is meant to stand for. I have done a text dump of all the text in this in the English translation of this game, and I can confirm they never say it.
1: I like to think it's world building, and either in this universe the CDC has been privatized, or this is just a private company that by coincidence happens to also be called CDC.
0: Mm. Uh yeah. Uh, the game takes place in either nineteen ninety one or nineteen ninety eight. Um, there is contradictory information within the game itself. Um, and probably at the um start of April. Uh, Robert Robert died, I believe, on April Fool's Day.
1: He was the April. Fool. He
0: was the April Fool. So yeah, the, I guess I guess let's just talk about the game. You, you start off um. I guess the first impression of the game is actually going to be the menu sound effects.
1: Oh, yes. Um, yes, for some reason they decided that the sound of moving between selections and selecting things in all of the game's menus was going to be what I've described as splat.wav. It's Splat.Wav. I forgot to get a clip of it, but it's a very much like a like a the sound of like a slop being thrown against
0: the wall <laughs> yeah it's is it, it's a cartoon squelch sound effect it's also the noise that you it's also the noise that's made when you take damage in the game yes um and then there's there's an intro FMV in English even in the Japanese version of the game um where Meg has a fight Meg is driving home on the phone to Robert. Um, they get in a kind of an argument. She calls him Mr. Thickhead. Um <laughs> and then he suddenly dies.
1: Another another interesting thing I only like recently noticed about this in the cutscene is that Meg says got the job in like a questioning tone to Robert when yeah. in in game Meg is the one who's starting their newly and Robert has been there for a while. I, th- I think this was just a mistranslation.
0: Um, no, because they all because Meg doesn't know anyone, so it definitely is her first day on the job, right?
1: Yeah, and Robin has been there for at the least the previous. It, week. it
0: might, yeah, it might, it might just be, it might just have been like bad direct audio or like bad directing in the cutscene that like. Whoever was reading the voice line not, didn't have like the wider context of the line and thought it was a question. Rather than a statement. Also, I, 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 This is this is a really petty question, but is 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 Meg driving home from the job interview, or is she? I, I'm just like wondering what she's driving home from because she's like driving home. Um, presumably from like a job, or yeah, maybe it's just from the job interview. But it's already dark. Who does a job interview at night? Anyway. <laughs> This is completely petty nitpicking to a degree that this not even this game warrants. Um, <laughs> um yeah, ja- uh, yeah. Robert suddenly dies. He like, he he his hands start going weird. He's like his, his face turns into his face like stretches kind of weirdly in the video. Uh, and he's he's dies with his face stuck in kind of a scream. And then and then Meg comes home to find. The kind of cops and emergency services around the house. Uh, She's asked what's going on. Her friend Jack uh, shows up and asks, What's happened? Um, They're both my friends. (laughs) Um, Jack
1: Jack is the standout of the voice (laughs) acting in this game. I I would would suggest, um, if you haven't seen before, watching the intro FMV for this game, just up until uh, Jack starts talking... (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a shame he's only in that one cutscene. Um his voice at least. Um and then uh yeah, basically Robert's dead and then and then Meg starts working at C D C and and vows to find out what happened to Robert.
1: She's being placed in Robert's old office to work.
0: And then and then you would you start playing the actual game. Um And, yeah, it's, God, it's, like I said, it's kind of like, it's, if you, if you're familiar with, like, the first few Resident Evil games, fixed camera, um, tank controls, movement, uh, that's how the game plays. Uh, You can actually change the camera system, so you can, you can change from the fixed camera to, you can change to a first person camera, which sucks, uh, or you can change to a third person follow behind camera. I always just stuck with the the fixed camera view because um, I felt it's even if it's not, not necessarily the like most effective way to play. It's, you know, it's, it's a survival horror game. You've got to get the fi- the mood from the fixed cameras. I think
1: mm, the, fi- the fixed camera is probably like the, the easiest uh, camera mode. I, the first person camera mode makes like, things very difficult because you can't see if your character has like locked onto enemies at all. Mm.
0: But yeah, um, you start the game just kind of in Meg's office, which was previously Robert's office. She just kind of inherited his office after he died. <laughs> um, and all that kind of happens initially is... Jack, Meg gets a phone call from Jack uh, who says that he has somehow heard that two other lab workers aside from Robert died in the same way. You may notice that I said two while the manual said three. (laughs) Um, This isn't, I guess that isn't technically, it's not technically wrong because you do find out much later in the game a security guard also died. Um, But I think it's just kind of funny that Again, the manual seems to contradict what happens in the game basically immediately. Um, and they all died in front of their computers running a program called Ring. Um, Meg opens up Robert's computer and Ring is on it and she puts in her name. Um, and then suddenly it like cuts to Meg playing ring so this is this is how the game works you jump back and forth as the as the manual said between reality and the imaginary so you have sections of the game that are in the cdc offices that are kind of more like just an adventure game you're going around talking to people and then you have this section where you are in uh the game ring within ring uh, Fighting monsters in a very shitty knockoff of Resident Evil.
1: <laughs> so we, we we get the introduction to this uh, the ring half of the game. Yeah, um, Meg wakes up inside of a tube.
0: Yes, very important. Um, she... Yeah, like a big, big, big like glass tube thingamajig. Yes, um, and she's wearing
1: she's like wearing just, like, just a... like
0: just like the Master Chief.
1: Just like Master Chief. Uh she's wearing like a sci-fi combat gear kind of yeah, thing. She, she like looks a... like
0: she looks like a cyberpunk SWAT team member or something.
1: Yeah, she she's got like a bulletproof vest and she has like a matrix shades.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get you get it's you this kind of everything's really dark. Uh everything's kind of destroyed and and covered in dirt and run down looking um and meg is just like within the game meg is like you you control it the same way as you control the normal gameplay and meg is like oh what the hell is going on where am i i'm in the game kind of thing um and then she she immediately meets a character who is only identified in the subtitles as brigade member um, who gives you a tutorial for all the controls and the combat mechanics, uh, and tells you to go upstairs and uh, fight him, the enemy. Um, would very just like evasively saying just go upstairs and kill the enemy up there, kind of thing. And this is this is like your yeah your brief like tutorial for all the combat systems. So you go upstairs, uh, and you kill a, like, weird ape-man-looking thing. Um, just, just, you know, the, the all the ape-men, like, from the Ring movies. Because <laughs> this is a fucking licensed, um, the Ring game. <laughs> and, 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 oh, oh, yeah, I I guess I forgot to mention, there is, like, there is, like, uh, if you leave, if you sit on the main menu for a while, there is, like, a, um there is a video that plays in the main menu which has like a bunch of clips from the game over like little clips of people talking and it also has like i think like two little snippets from ring 2 in the video as well if just just in case you were worrying that like oh okay this this literally is this is this is just a game with the same name for some reason it does have like does have like that little Two second clip from the ring two or from ring two to 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 assure you this is in fact um, a ring game and not just something you've wasted uh, money on for no reason. You have wasted money on it, but you haven't done it for no reason.
1: You you don't have to worry. The statico's weird looking clay head is still canon.
0: Yes, uh, but for now you have to kill a monkey. Um... And then, and then when you go back downstairs Meg uh, immediately falls unconscious and then it cuts back to the normal CDC office where Meg is kind of like slumped over passed out on her, at, her, at her chair in front of the laptop um, and then wakes up with a start um, and the phone rings um, and when she answers it there's it's completely silent but then the lights cut out and a message appears on the laptop screen saying seven more days, only seven more days dead.
1: So so now now she has the, the famous curse. Yes. Of the ring.
0: Yeah. So she interprets this as being a message saying that she will die in seven days. Um, so there there's the first tenuous connection we actually have to the ring um instead of instead of <laughs> instead of cause I, get, I get you could say it's you know it's adapting to the medium instead of being a video that you watch um and you die in seven days it's a game that you play and you die in seven days because this is a game they're 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 you know they're they're doing something I I must emphasize I will praise some things about this game and I think there's a lot there's some like neat ideas and I'm going to just say one now but um you must understand if I at any point make this game sound like fun to play or interesting or it's interesting but if I make it like sound fun or entertaining to play it's not. (laughs)
1: If, if we're giving recommendations right now, it's not really worth playing. It's not the worst game out there, but you you can play better. I, but maybe I've, if you're I've, really, I've
0: played I've played worse survival horror games, but if you're going to play like a fixed camera survival horror game, just play like the Resident Evil One remake.
1: <laughs> yeah, if if you're really interested in the game after this episode, maybe look up like a long play. But I wouldn't suggest playing.
0: Um. Yeah. Um, so, but like I said, it's, it's Resident Evil fixed cameras, um, but it's a fully 3D environment. You can look around in first person if you want. Um, and it does something kind of fun, which is it does, it copies the Resident Evil door transition where you go up to a door and you press like the use button on it. And then it, you know, in Resident Evil, it cuts to a pre-rendered video of a door opening and you walking through it and that's like that's basically just a loading screen to hide it loading in the next area um but in this it does the Re- it cuts to the Resident Evil door opening animation kind of thing except it's a fully 3D environment so it um it, it, it has the the actual door within the environment opening um and then you walking through it, and the first time you do this, um, there's someone on the other side. There's like there's a character directly there when the door opens. So I feel like this is it's a very deliberate thing of like. It's it's a bit late to be trying to show up Resident Evil because this came out years after the first Resident Evil game. But I, I still feel they're kind of like trying to do a little like showing up. Look, look, it's like the Resident Evil thing, but we're doing it in full 3D. So when you go open the door, open the door and go through, it's actually the same environment. And There's a person here. It's in the world. I think that is, even if it's a bit like a bit late to, to two thousands to think that this would be an impressive thing. It's cute. I like it. Um. Anyway, and the character through the door um is is Chris the first other character we meet.
1: Chris will not be particularly relevant to the overall story. Nor will
0: most characters, but yeah, Chris is I, Chris works in CDC uh and she kind of just like welcomes Meg and then brings her to meet the chief of the lab whose name is John Brad um Everyone has great surnames in this game. We've Meg Rainman, John Brad, Robert Daniel, uh Jack Nixon, and um in 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 a while we will meet Luchino Remick. Um But yeah, John John just welcomes Meg again but tells her uh, sorry about this on your first day, but um uh there's a virus leak in the building and we're on lockdown. You, you you're not allowed to go anywhere. <laughs> um so just kinda just, Meg just isn't even given any work to do. Meg never does any work whatsoever. Uh you're just kind of left to wander around the the first floor of the uh or like the first floor in the American sense, so like the upstairs um actually in Australia Jen do you what the the floor that is level with the ground what do you, do you call that the first floor or the ground floor uh we would
1: call that the first
0: floor okay in, in Ireland, in Ireland the floor at ground level is the ground floor and the floor above that is the first floor mm. um so like the the ground floor is like floor zero and the one above it is is the first floor
1: in, in game, though, the floor she's on is referred to as the second floor, and yeah. she doesn't have security clearance to go to the first floor yes, because yes. of the virus outbreak.
0: Yeah, um, so you are only at the start of the game allowed to wander around, um, the first floor.
1: As a result of this, you will become very familiar with the second floor music.
0: Yes, um... I, I will probably use that as like a little bit of intro music to this episode maybe but it's it is it's not a bad song but it is it is not a song that should be playing for like several hours of gameplay
1: yeah you you spend most of the first part of the game on this second floor and it is the only song that plays on the internet yeah it's like and floor. it's like
0: really tense music it's like it's uh there's just like I, I don't know, I, I, I'm I not good at describing musical terms It's, it's It is not good, like Background music to listen to for an hour Um And yeah you, you just get to kind of wander around Um, meet people Uh, there's There's a A scientist named Peter Jones In the lab next to Meg's Um There's, uh a woman named Kathy I think you can meet already at this point maybe maybe slightly later but you can run into her with Chris in like the women's locker room and chat um and uh most importantly there's Lucino Lucino Remick who is the uh, head of security who you can uh meet in three different places at this point by wandering into By trying to go down, if you try and go downstairs, he shows up and tells you, hey, what the fuck are you doing? You're not allowed to go down there. Uh, If you go into the men's bathroom, he shows up and says, hey, what the fuck are you doing? You're not allowed in here. And if you go to the men's locker room, he shows up and says, hey, what the fuck are you doing? You're not allowed in here. (laughs) And again, something that's kind of interesting is that immediately if you do like start searching through drawers and stuff, you can... Immediately within um, within the CDC offices, find healing items um, and some handgun bullets um, and pick them up. So there's there's kind of there's no threats. It's just like wandering around talking to people. But there's there's kind of a hint early on that you may end up seeing some combat here as well as in Ring.
1: Yes, in fact, I would say that uh, the placement of those items. Uh, gives the impression that you will be facing combat a lot sooner than you actually will be. Yes it takes
0: yeah it's you, you you actually yeah you don't you that doesn't end up happening until like the very, very end of the game.
1: Um another one of the uh people you meet is uh Timothy, another yes. scientist working at and he gives Meg your first like game clue to check the um to check Robert's locker for yes. clues as to what could have been beyond. i don't think we mentioned that like your main like thrust in the story is meg is investigating trying to try and figure out the mystery of robert's mysterious death of yeah.
0: boyfriend. yes um and yeah so yeah you can after talking to timothy you can um go back to the men's locker room and timothy will talk lucino into letting meg Look through Robert's stuff, and he will have a key to the reference room. Um, in his locker room, and a re- and a note, of, or is it is it is an important file? I think the game refers to it as in <laughs> his locker.
1: I, I found, I found a fun little detail I want to talk about with like the files. You can find like various files throughout the game with like lore stuff. For some reason, they rank these files in importance. There's like, there's three types of file. There's just file. There's important file, and there's a very important file.
0: Yeah, none of none of these are ever like actually very important at all. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, guess, other... I guess there's one. The one the one you do find in the reference room after. Um talking or after 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 um getting the reference room key from robert's locker which is um a i i think i think i might read this file in full so you do you find actually sorry i i also want to say apparently the reference room is uh completely off limits to everyone without the chiefs uh explicit permission which i feel like would make work in a research lab very difficult if no one is allowed enter the reference room
1: with, with the level one security clearance you know there's very few places you're allowed in this office in- including what? you're not
0: allowed to go to the canteen
1: Yes, that's, that's, that's correct. Um, oh, my, my cat has just, uh, handballed directly onto the carpet. Oh.
0: Okay. <laughs> Do you want to take a break to clean that up?
1: Uh, no, I'll, I'll clean up after we're done.
0: Okay. Um.
1: Um, that's completely derailed. <laughs> what I say. Uh, yeah, this, this is
0: a, this is a research oh facility where employees are not allowed, like regular employees are not allowed Use the research or the the reference like library or the canteen.
1: Yes, and (laughs) part of yeah, they're not not, level one security isn't allowed in the cafeteria. And uh, as we were before there's a virus outbreak in the facility, which they're saying is going to lead to them being quarantined for three days. So I don't know how they're planning for (laughs) the level one divisions to eat during this time. (laughs)
0: uh yeah also also like no one there's like very few people in the game and there's like the justification is that the lockdown happened really early before most people got into the office so there's only like a few people actually in the building um but yeah um this is this is this is report concerning ring this is a report about the phenomenon known as RING, all capital letters enclosed in square brackets, that occurred in Japan last October. This phenomenon occurred between September and October of 1990 and was over before year's end. The cause was determined as Sadako Yamamura's curse. Sadako copied her image to video using her powers and anyone who saw the video died of a heart attack within one week of viewing due to Sadako's power, in brackets afterwards, CURSE. Details unknown, as we were unable to confirm the victim's corpses. Note that the curse video created by Sadako Yamamura changed into a virus. How the virus came about has many hypotheses, including rewriting of DNA through the retina or the creation within the host. For this we have gained access to the corpse of Sadako Yamamura so as to better research that. Research in Japan found an autopsy where Sadako was alive for 30 years after falling in a well. It is best to determine this on your end. Attached is data concerning Sadako's birth. Name. Sadako Yamamura. Birthday. End of 1951. Exact date unknown. Birthplace. Oshima, Oshima uh, Sajika area, Japan. Mother, Shizuko Yamamura. Father, Heihachiro Iguma. Notes Female testicular syndrome. Large chance of having smallpox. Nothing known about her powers. End.
1: So, after this whole game of not having, like, any ring related content, this is suddenly dumped for me. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, so that's... So, so, um... So, the videotape is now a virus. <laughs> um...
1: Yeah, it's, it's not uh, really covered how this happened, but it like, the the virus-like nature of the rink has just changed into being just, like, a literal virus. Yeah, now. uh,
0: rewriting of DNA through the retina. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah this is so this is where the ring connection comes in i i also i again want to remind you this is the first piece of ring media released so i'm not like i genuinely not sure how whether this would be more confusing as someone who had seen like the two the ring one and two and nothing and like and then came into this game and was just like you know um, wondering what the fuck was going on with the CDC stuff, and then this, or if you're if you'd never heard of the ring before, and you were just playing this game, and you're like, oh, what's this like weird mystery with a virus, and uh, this this like VR game, and then you read this shit. <laughs> I'm not sure which one would be more confusing. I I won't go into detail on this, but it does it does kind of remind me of my hypothesis that Resident Evil 4 is more confusing if you have played the previous games than if you haven't. <laughs> I, w- I won't go into that, but that that's, that's the hypothesis I have about, like, the plot of Resident Evil 4... <laughs>
1: If, if we ever end up doing bonus episodes maybe we talk about that sometime I'm I still want to open up the idea of bonus episodes because i I need to vent about the uh, clock tower game <laughs> sure uh we
0: could we could just we could just turn this into a general survival horror podcast
1: sure yeah With... maybe, maybe we can pivot, maybe we can pivot to that once we run out of ring content <laughs> in like 50 years
0: <laughs> oh we did, um, I think we did, we did, we did skip over some things actually, cause there is, a, cause the, 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 a very important conversation happens before this part actually, um, which is when Meg asks John, the lab chief about Robert, um, and she wants to, she, yes. she, she finds out that Robert's Jack tells her that Robert's body has been handed over to CDC to investigate. Um, and she asks John to see Robert's body. And he's like, that's, you know, that's not the procedure. That's not, um, we're, we're paraphrasing the dialogue. Um, I, I think we should like, we should emphasize how bad the dialogue actually is. Um, it's pro. It's probably very poorly translated, but I think it's not just like a translation issue. I think it's also just poorly written because it's so repetitive. Characters just repeat the same things over and over again within the same conversation to each other.
1: Yes, the dialogue is. It's. It's. I would say it's badly translated, and that it's most of the time it's like understandable. But it is very stilted and awkward sounding.
0: Yeah, Um, and and Meg Meg keeps asking questions about things she already found out the answer to earlier, or reacts to things that she should already know as if she doesn't know them all the time. Mm. It's very frustrating.
1: Uh, char- characters have, like, this tendency to repeat back things that were just said to them in a questioning manner, solid snake style. Yeah,
0: all the time. Um, but yeah, Meg Meg is asking John about Robert's body, and then he's just like, no, you can't do that. And then she asks about Ring, and does that, ro- ro- that like, does John know anything about Ring? And he just kind of blows up at her, uh, and tells her, he tells her, "Get out of here and cool off your hot head in your lab."
1: And he also says clearly, "You are not sane." <laughs> quite an overreaction to an innocent question.
0: Oh, um, he. Also, I, 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 must emphasize. He says, "Cool off your hot head" multiple times.
1: He 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 says it a second time at least, definitely.
0: Um. Yeah. Um and oh god. Yeah, it's 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 good. I love I love I love cool off your hot head. <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah. So so um and after actually after you go to the reference room, guess what? Guess what happens when you're in an area in the reference room you're not meant to be in. Uh, Lucino shows up and tells you, "What the fuck are you doing here? Get the fuck out!" <laughs> this is like your entire job in the game.
1: Meg now has the knowledge about the ring curse. Yeah, as her next lead onto uh, the mystery of finding out about uh, Robert.
0: And yeah, and then and then there's kind of a, a you go back and forth between ring and the normal world several times, um, without really anything much happening <laughs> in the plot <laughs> for yep. like half the fucking game.
1: It's it's a very slow moving game.
0: There's one there's one bit where Meg leaves John's office, uh, falls unconscious, wakes up in like Dr. Timothy's uh like ward where he, he has like a bunch of he has like a medical ward that he's in charge of i guess um wakes up in one of those beds is like oh maybe dr timothy uh found me and and helped me here um and if he did or if someone else did is never answered and it's never referenced again and timothy disappears entirely from the plot after that and is never seen again <laughs>
1: Yeah, what happens when a lot of characters gets resolved in that manner? In that yeah, they just stop
0: they... just stop showing up.
1: Well, once they've served their purpose in the story, they just disappear from existence entirely.
0: Yeah, T- Timothy's entire purpose is just to like convince. Uh, is just to like get Meg the reference room key. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, but at one point, um, Meg returns to her office and the lights are off and you see someone who Meg can't make out, but it's very obviously Peter uh, was snooping through her desk and then runs past her and knocks her out um, and drops a key card. And this is how you get the level two key card. Uh, You can go... Talk to Peter after this, and he tries to like pin it on Lucino. Uh, but nothing, nothing else ever comes of that. This is just how you get the key card. Um, and then Meg runs into Kathy, and she somehow s- notices that Meg has a new key card now, and she's like, "Oh, now we can go to the fucking kitchen or the the restaurant because because." Level one employees are not allowed to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: um, so Meg and Kathy go downstairs. Um, they also invite Chris, they're like gonna go.
0: Kathy, Kathy, importantly, um, uh, like, uh, Meg is worried about like Lukino catching them going downstairs because that's his entire job. Um, and Kathy says um, he's gruff looking and serious about his job. He makes me sick. Later on you find out that they're boyfriend and girlfriend.
1: <laughs> and if you if you dig even further and look into the manual, you find that they have the same last name. But it's, not, it's not the manual,
0: have... it's just there's one line of dialogue where Kathy gives her a surname and there's a note that you can find at the very end of the game from Lucchino where he writes his surname as well. And they have the same surname.
1: So they have a very complicated relationship.
0: Yeah. Um, you. Can, she also tells, she also tells Meg uh, if, if they, if Lucchino catches them, just act confident. Uh, and you can wander into like when you're downstairs. You can wander into the security office where Lucino is, and he's just like, "What the hell are you doing here?" Um, and Meg, Meg, Meg's response is, um, "I'm breathing. <laughs> Do you have a problem with that?" And then he just, le- and then he just leaves her off with a warning. You can also you can also find a tv downstairs with a news report uh, from tyn news uh, that the president has announced that the entire city around the cdc lab is quarantined um, and everyone in the city is being tested for the virus and those who are being tested negative are being escorted out so it's John at the start of the game is kind of like, oh, it's not a big deal. It's just a precautionary thing. And as it goes on, you kind of get some hints from this and from Jack that's like, oh, this is actually really serious. Something really, really bad is happening. Um, that you're being kept in the dark about. Meg does not react to this at all. Yeah,
1: this is a, this is a thing you can miss entirely if yes. you don't go into that room.
0: Yeah, a lot of a lot of like random things you can trigger like this are also very easily missable if you don't trigger them at like the first point where they're able to be triggered you then can't go back and do it again so yeah they go they they go they go to the they go to the the restaurant uh there's there's signs for for the various foods you can have such as italian chinese drink and salad jelly
1: I'm still not convinced that first one says salad. the The texture is very blurry, but what else? It's some kind.
0: Of... It, it's it's no. It's definitely salad jelly. It's it's fucking aspic. at <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but anyway, before Meg can go to uh, this dinner appointment with Chris and Kathy, she gets she gets caught up in her dang video games again.
0: Yeah. Um. There's. Chris says that there was a phone call in her office for some reason for Meg and it was a woman's voice. Um and Meg goes to answer the phone, but there's no voice on the other line end. But um there is a laptop there and it opens up and like sucks her back into ring. Um and yeah, um uh, the ring the ring stuff at this point you like you go back and forth I think you I think before this point you go back get to ring one more time before that. Um and you get a shotgun And, and this time, and he fights some more monsters, uh, you meet a different brigade member. And then this time there's another brigade member, uh, and he says that the, um, the building is going to be flooded with poison gas is, uh, is kind of, if they failed their mission, it's the backup plan to kill the monsters, And if they don't restore the power in 15 minutes, um, the building will be sprayed with gas and they're all going to die. But a monkey stole the key to the power room. (laughs) (laughs) You do not get any direction as to where this monkey is. Um... You we we, we
1: we should say when he says monkey, we do find out this is like a like large ape monster kind of like a oh, Yeah it's like type.
0: it's like a it's like a giant yeah or it's like a huge yellow gorilla.
1: Yes, but he does just say monkey.
0: Um so so a monkey a, a monkey uh stole the power key card and ran away with it. So the, the monsters are apparently somewhat intelligent at least um and you have 15 minutes to um you have 15 minutes to find where this is with absolutely no direction um and then come back to the power room which isn't an area you could have gone into before triggering this event but you may not have um and use the key code to turn back on the power which is 1951 satiko's birth year um uh, it it's bad uh you have to go you have to go find the gorilla uh which is it's just like a generic enemy model it's not even like a unique boss or anything um you will have already killed some of these already at this point
1: I think the one you kill that drops the key is red instead of yellow. Oh, is That's it? The
0: okay. Only... Um, And yeah, it sucks. <laughs> um, it sucks, but at this, at, this, at this point of the game is when it does, like, something kind of interesting again, which is that, y- at this point, y- you, you're in the, f- in ring, you've been mostly going through these kind of basement, these, like, run-down post apocalyptic monster ridden basement areas. Um the area you get access to now and where the generator room is, um uh you will you'll probably notice is the ground floor of the C D C office building, but fucked up and post apocalyptic looking. Um, the map is identical. Um and this is this is kind of the one of the other kind of few interesting thing the game does, where it just lets you notice this. It's not called attention to, no one points it out. Um, you're just going to notice that, hey, this is the same fucking map. <laughs> like, a lot of games have done the kind of, like, light world, dark world thing. Um, you know, A Link to the Past or whatever. But I think... I, I can't think of any other game off the top of my head that does it... Um, in this kind of way, where they're introdu- where the light world and dark world kind of system is introduced into completely separate contexts um, and not indicated that they are in any way the same world until you eventually start getting to explore the same area in both places and realise that it is.
1: There's There's definitely some interesting things this game does despite overall not being a good experience
0: yeah um and yeah after after you after you restore the power you can then actually start turning on light switches in ring as well which is nice you've up until this point there's like you there's like you have a flashlight and you you can kind of see well enough anyway um to navigate without it to be honest but um you can actually start turning on light switches and seeing the rooms a bit better at this point um
1: the game. The game does not tell you this. Does
0: no. No. You. You. There's no indication that you can do this. I. 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 watched. I did watch like someone do a let's play of it where they never realized that you could turn on the light switches and were complaining about how dark it was the whole time, but it was really frustrating. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then, then when you go back to, um, when you go back to the CDC normal world, um, Kathy starts talking about how they are keeping um people infected with the virus in some kind of lab in the basement of the building uh, and when you go and oh yeah this is also the start the part where like the mysterious, uh, little girl visions start happening. Ooh. Uh, yes.
1: You start seeing, like, glimpses of a little girl, like, watching Meg in different situations.
0: Yeah. Um. Um. And also, apparently, there was, like, some security guard who was talking about some weird 8mm film and then disappeared. Um and you you can go then explore the basement area of the cdc and again it's the areas you were already exploring in ring but less fucked up um and uh, and yeah you 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 continue that overlap uh, also the music is like a like less than 30 second loop that starts with extremely loud dramatic like scare chords um and resets every time you enter a room, and is far, far. You don't hear it for as long, but it's far, far worse than the um, the like first floor music we were complaining about earlier.
1: Yes, this this game's soundtrack is like v- very much a mixed bag. I actually quite like the first floor music, but uh, the second floor music and the basement music is quite. I, I, I don't
0: think any of the compositions are bad uh, it's just that you shouldn't have a 30 second loop that starts with
1: da 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 da
0: every time <laughs> playing constantly while you explore an area there is, there is a time and place for that kind of music and it is not all the time on a loop as you're calmly going around an area talking to people
1: <laughs> uh, another another while we're talking about the soundtrack another oddity i noticed is that there's another quite uh, nice song that plays only in the lobby and two optional rooms next to the lobby which you never have to go in and nowhere else
0: yeah there's a lot of rooms you never have to go in at all um like a very like even for ones that are quite detailed there's the like control room which has these like walls of uniquely textured like um servers um and these computer desks and everything it serves no purpose whatsoever in the plot in any way the only thing that you can get in there is a map um and it's just like this this is this is very obviously a game that was not finished um they 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 were they like to cut this a lot, I think.
1: The, yeah, the game very much has a feeling of being incomplete, and there's there's a lot of like elements of this game that like very much imply that. Like later on, there's a rocket uh, item you can find in a rocket launcher. You can you, find in the ring cuff You of the you
0: could you find you find the rocket launcher in three set you have to find three separate parts and in three different areas and then assemble a rocket launcher from them um this is not only completely optional it's basically useless uh because by the time this happens it's your last trip into ring and there's no more bosses to fight you basically just have to get to a certain area and then get out again um the rocket launcher is also just like you're all, the room. The rooms are all very small. If you try and use it, you will almost certainly just blow yourself up. Um, and it takes up a huge amount of inventory space. Um, it's I think it's the only weapon that takes up three, um, inventory slots. Um, and it's it's basically useless.
1: So in the plot, by this point, Meg is in the basement. Uh, she finds. All of these patients that have been kept down here and they're all talking about uh people dying mysteriously and about people being taken to the back room.
0: Um one of them also has Robert has also been sneaking down into the basement apparently. Um and so one of the patients talks to you about Robert. Um and they Oh, boy does she. Yeah. <laughs> that conversation <laughs> this... does not end. <laughs>
1: This, this this particular random patient is like the worst case of like how circular the conversations in this game are. The conversation goes on for just ages and it just goes over the same two points over and over of the patient asking, Where's Robert? Are we going to be okay? And it just does not end.
0: Yeah, uh, the patient also thinks that Robert was given some kind of vaccine um and so she she's also like asking is she gonna get it too um and then and then um meg overhears a conversation between john and peter um where they clearly know a lot more about the virus and sadako than they've been letting on um it contains the memorable line but no virus has ever been this powerful you can't make fun of magic in Asia. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> <laughs> I I have no idea what I meant for that line. That was a very awkward translation. I I
0: think I think it's probably something like, "Oh, this this like like you can't. This is serious business. You can't just like dismiss it as magic or something." Um. And yeah, while. She knows that John isn't in his office. Meg decides to uh, sneak into his office and steals a key. And using this key, she goes back to the reference room and you find uh, an 8mm film in the reference room. Um, But then you need access to the audiovisual room in order to watch it. Which you also need to get a key for. (laughs)
1: Yes, yeah, so so now you're sent on your next uh, fetch quest
0: of the game. Yeah, there's there's some points of the game where it's just like there's some parts of the game where you have an objective and it's, but you just have no idea where the hell to go for it. So you just have to wander around every random room to see there's a new like flag bit trigger that lets you progress. Uh, and sometimes not you don't even have that. You especially when you go back to Ring and you're just wandering around the fucked up world. You you often just have no like you've no objective at all on other than like just finding the next room that'll trigger the next progress cutscene
1: the game does not do a very good job of like guiding the player in that like you'll either get absolutely no clue of where you need to go and what you need to do next or character will tell you exactly where you need to go in the most blatant terms possible
0: yeah there's 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 also a fun phone call with Jack at this point, um, where um, Jack is like, Jack is phones in as he does a couple times in the game to like try and fill Megan on new information, all of which she already knows. And you, uh, but she, so she's just like, oh, uh, last year, last year in Japan there was this um, incident with this video called Ring, and um, Meg's like, yeah, I know, I I have it. <laughs> I have an 8mm film with the video on it right now. <laughs> it's like, oh shit, really? Well, do you know about Sariko Yamura? Yeah, yeah, she like cursed people to death. <laughs> um And it's like, okay, but do you know that the CDC lab has Sarko's corpse? Which again, Meg Meg should know this because it was in the report I read out earlier, but she somehow act this one she's like super surprised about. Um and and like doesn't doesn't know about this. Um and also Jack says apparently there was an epidemic in Japan from the ring virus already. Um and um Yeah, I dunno, it's 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 funny how long it takes for like the actual cursed video to show up in this.
1: Yes, and when it does show up it is inexplicably on eight millimeter film. Yeah, there's, there's
0: absolutely a... no reason whatsoever why it's on an eight millimeter film instead of a videotape.
1: Never explained. The the
0: only the only explanation I can think of is that they wanted um it an eight millimeter film is more justifiable as being like a thing that's difficult to find equipment to watch with. And that you'd need to like get access to a special AV room to be able to play it. Maybe I don't. Know. You could you could easily just write into the game that like the only video players are in that room too. I guess in the building, but I don't know. Um, there's there's no justification for this at all. Um. Uh. And then and then Lucino shows up and says that he needs to hold Meg down. Um. This is this is exact phrasing that's repeated several times. Um and, uh she and he's just like come with me and she says okay uh, and then starts walking ahead of him and then just runs away. <laughs> Lucido is very bad at his job.
1: Yeah, once once he leave Meg's office he doesn't like follow you or anything because he doesn't have like AI for that, so you you're just free to explore again. Yeah,
0: that. yeah, you can spend as much time as you want wandering around. He doesn't follow you or anything. Uh, yeah, you can eventually. Yeah, you you just have to wander around randomly trying to find the AV room key until you you can go to Chris's off or sorry, not cr- uh, yeah, no, yeah, you go to Chris's office and Chris is like, oh yeah, I think I saw the AV room key somewhere around here, but I'm not sure. Um, while this conversation is happening you can literally see the key floating and rotating in the background <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's an intentional joke or not but it's funny you you, you, can, then, you can then go watch the fucking tape um, Meg is like I wonder what's on it although I don't want to be cursed to death and then watches it anyway <laughs>
1: It's weird considering she already has the death curse from playing the ring game. Yeah. At the
0: start. Um, and it is literally just the um, the tape from the first movie. It it's it's just the footage from that movie.
1: Yes, it's the exact footage from that, uh, heavily compressed to fit on a Dreamcast disc. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and with TV static, despite being on an eight millimeter film. <laughs> Um, well, I guess, I guess the static would have been recorded to the original tape anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, after watching it, Meg, 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 after watching it, Meg gets sucked back into ring, um, just from watching the, the video somehow. Um, and, uh, there's another brigade member who tells Meg to go find a grenade launcher to fight a boss. Um, you can also get an assault rifle at this point.
1: One thing I want to bring up is that um, during all this time when Meg keeps getting like mysteriously sucked into the ring game, she does not at any point find this suspicious or unusual. She's she still treats it like this is just a game. Yeah. It doesn't find it odd that she keeps phasing between realities into and out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, like, after you fight a boss, at one point, she, like, comments, like, oh... When I say boss, by the way, every boss is just, like, a normal enemy type with, nor- with more health. Um. But yeah, there's one bit, one bit where she's, like, even though it's a game, it doesn't feel great. Which I, I think is meant to mean, like, that she's feeling pain from it. But Every time she comes back in, every, she she kind of questions ring while she's in it. But every time she returns back to the normal world, she's just like, "Oh, what a weird game." And yeah, uh, you fight a boss. Uh, there's uh, in in like a room with some trolleys with corpses on them, uh, and also the statue of Nike of Samothrace uh, in in the room for some reason, which is. Uh, A statue that's in the Louvre that they, I guess, just used reference photos of and decided to put into the game. Um,
1: It's unloaned to the CDC.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then after that, Meg runs into Jack because he's in ring now, too. And he has the same like fucking cyber commando clothes that Meg does. Jack is like, huh, this is, this game is really weird. It doesn't even feel like I'm controlling anything. Um, And Meg's only reaction is just like, oh, maybe the game is networked. They're still just like completely, oh, this is, this is, this game is kind of odd, isn't it? (laughs) Um, And then Meg passes out again and wakes back up, uh, wakes up in the basement of the CDC uh, with Peter and John kind of standing over her, and they say that they've been testing everyone for the virus that killed Robert, and that's what Luke when Lucino said he was going to hold her down. Um, he was meant to bring her in for testing, um, because they wanted to test her quickly because she obviously had close contact with Robert, um. And Meg, Meg asked John about curses, uh and John blows up at her again and just tells her to go back to her lab again. He's very defensive about it. Um, he's definitely not hiding anything. He's definitely not the bad guy.
1: No, of course not. She, she just has to go back to her lab to cool off her hot end. Exactly.
0: Uh, Lucido shows up again and he tells Meg that he was actually friends with Robert and he was helping Robert investigating the shady shit in the basement. Um, and he he hatches a plan because there's there's a door that's locked in the basement that Robert couldn't get past, and apparently the only way to get past it is to shut off the power. Um, and when he does that, he's going to shut off the power in three hours. Um, and when he does, Meg will have three minutes to get to the basement. Um, and in the meantime, Meg decides to. Take one last trip into ring, where, yeah, there's just like, there's like a shitload of enemies around now. You, this is the point where you can get that rocket launcher I mentioned. Um, that's pointless. There's also, by the way, I I, um, when I when I say I got obsessed with this game, um, there's a there's a wiki called the Cutting Room Floor, which documents um, cut content from games. I I like dumped all the files out from this game. Uh, and wrote an article on that wiki about all the shit that's unused in this game um including there's some placeholder old versions of like the inventory icons one of which is just like some placeholder text in japanese that says laser gun <laughs> and laser batteries so at some point they also planned there to be a laser gun in this game um when you already have like more weapons than you absolutely that you need at all yeah,
1: you, you get so much handgun ammo that you could very easily be the game using just the handgun.
0: Yeah, you and then you get a shotgun, an assault rifle, or a, a, and a grenade launcher, um, and optionally a rocket launcher. Um, also a knife. Uh, and the and the grenade launcher has, has normal grenades and, like Resident Evil, fire grenades. And, again, there's icons in the game files for acid grenades, but as far as I know, they are nowhere in the actual game. God (laughs) sorry.
1: So so uh in back in ring for her her last her last trip into this world of ring, um she sees that strange girl who she's been like catching on the corner of her eye again. Yeah. And she leads her back into the uh room with all the corpses.
0: Oh no! First, first you run into uh, another brigade member. Um, I I'm not sure. It could be one of the same brigade members from earlier. I think there's like there's three or four models for different brigade members in the game files. Um, and so I think I think you might run into the same one uh, more than once. I can't remember if if this is a unique guy or not. But um. <laughs>
1: Hard to tell because none of them are given names. None of them have
0: given names, them. and also it's very dark.
1: <laughs> it's very dark, and they're all wearing the same like sci-fi tactical gear that Maggie is, so they all look very similar. Yeah. Um.
0: In the in the game files again, unused there is models for uh John and Kathy in the same getup. Um. And there is models for Jack in, like, normal clothes, even though he only ever appears in the game in Ring, because uh, he's otherwise only on the phone. And there's models for Robert for with, like, normal clothes and cyber clothes, um, even though he never appears in the game outside of the intro FMV at all. Um, yeah, that's
1: particularly odd.
0: So, again, clearly... There was meant to be a lot more going on here at some point that was cut. Um, But yeah, so Meg runs into Brigade Member, and at this point she just asks the question that all of us want to know, which is she just straight up asks him, how do I beat this game? (laughs) (laughs) Um, At which point he reveals the big twist. This is not a game. This is the real world. Re- or the, the 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 fucked up post apocalyptic world is the real world. Uh, the CDC normal world is the game. It's it's a VR simulation called Loop, made from Sadako's memories somehow, <laughs> and and due to interference with Sadako's brain, Meg forgot what which one was the real world. Hey, this is Quiva, uh, editing the podcast right now. You may also hear my cat purring in the background. I'm not sure if the mic is picking that up. But, me and Jed ended up talking about the Terra's Realm for over two hours. So, I'm splitting it in half. This is going to be the end of part one. And we will pick up where we left off in the next episode. So, if you were enjoying us talking about this game, don't worry. There is More there is so much more <gasps> oh god this game okay um bye In- enjoy the next one <laughs>